Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Elizabeth Best sits across from me. I what do. What is the straight male equivalent of uh, finding a live, love, laugh sign in a, as a, a decoration? That seems to be the the women who put up the live, love, laugh uh, in their like home. Like that's an instant like that's kind of it, red it's flag your goodbye. basic. That's what we're saying. Yeah, oh, your okay. basic. If you if we see that, that's basic a, male. That seems to be our common no bed frame. No bed frame. Yes, <laughs> this is such a big issue that comes up time and time again. Men that have the mattress on the floor. Yeah. No bed frame. No bed frame. Um, or only. One armchair, like not a couch. Ah, yeah. right. You just, yeah. you, you're so insular. Walk in, yeah, basic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but I think that's arrested development more than like a decorating choice, right? Yeah, that that is true. But I'll I'll, I'll accept it as an answer. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful point. Yeah, something wrong with the mat with not with the mattress. If I on the floor. walk into a into a guy's room and he has his mattress on the floor, I'm turning around and walking out. I'm sorry. If if my partner uh, starts putting up the live love laugh. Yeah, uh, deco- uh, de- decoration on the wall. I'm laughing in their face and uh, yeah. inquiring when it's like, <laughs> good joke. When's it? <laughs> but no, but seriously, when's it? I'm in the middle of doing a cross stitch for someone that says "live, laugh, loathe," and I'm into that one. Fine, yes. fantastic. Yes. I'm all about it. Yes. But, yes, but no, I don't. Or, or like believe up on the wall anywhere. Yeah. Like believe, yeah. believe in what? what? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to believe in anymore. The world's. A- Garbage dump. I don't know. There might be. There might be a straight male equivalent. Is it a neon sign, like a drinking Can sign? We, beer, merch. Uh, beer merch. Beer merch. Yeah. The the footy the jersey. I don't know. Can we post this in the group, Absolutely, Tom? Can you make a note can, yes. to post this in the group today and find out what? Bother we think. the group with <laughs> inane bullshit. There okay, we go. Okay, great, Bother great. And we'll ask we'll ask everybody, like not just what's a male thing. I want to oh, yeah, ask yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you Please. see when you walk into someone's house and go, Yeah, basic. You're kidding, right? Yeah. That's what you yeah. that's what you've dialed your Red personality. Flag, I'm up leaving. To. Yeah. <laughs> hello uh, hello one and oh, hello all to Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. I'm a very sleep deprived Tom Harris. You may have picked that up. Elizabeth Best I mentioned before. Ding ding ding. How Hi. are you doing? I'm okay. I'm slightly less sleep deprived. But more stressed. Ah, I'm running yes. on cortisol yes. at the moment. I'm just, great. <laughs> I'm just not running at all. <laughs> <laughs> you join us on a main episode of Ghost of Boyfriend's Past, where we bring in a guest to have a natter, walk us through a traumatic, weird, all and sundry uh, dating experience. Um, we un- we listen, we learn, we laugh, we live, we love. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> You're fired. Oh, God, it's two (laughs) weeks in a row I've been warned live on the air. No, you're this close. One more throw, three strikes and you're out, Harris. Very good. So we have a guest for this main episode. And because we listen, I mean, this is unusual. We're having two main episodes in a Mm. row. And there's a reason for that. It's because we have an actor from the show Bombshells, which is what Jess Ham from Jess Ham Productions came in and talked about last week was this show that's going on in Brisbane. So we wanted to make sure that we got both of the stories in before the show goes up. So we've got today with us, we've got Libby Harrison, actor, business Ooh. owner of a role-playing company called AdLib, an entrepreneur extraordinaire, Libby Harrison. Welcome. Thank you very Come much. Come on down. <laughs> now, Libby, you are in this wonderful show, Bombshells, that's going up in April, which is now by the time this airs. You're playing two characters. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the characters that you're playing before we get into your story. Okay, so there's there's six characters in total, uh, three women, so we each get two. And we wanted to do contrasting mm. characters. So my first lady is Tiggy Entwistle and she's a very shy 
lady who is giving a talk on cactus <laughs> and succulents <laughs> and uh, her husband's just left her. And somewhere through the story of delivering this speech on, on her succulents, she kind of loses the plot <laughs> and decides to tell everyone about the the ex-husband. Amazing. Who's walked out on her. Amazing. Um, I feel like we could have had her in character yes, on this that podcast. Would have been, that would have been a great <laughs> idea. Oh, well. Yes. Well, there are, you know, there's there's a line in it that when she completely loses the plot, and thinks she's talking to Harry, where she says, as if a fat, balding, 49-year-old, lactose-intolerant, fair infringement officer is going to set anyone on fire. <laughs> and I just really like it. <laughs> so good. You'll, you'll fit in here, Libby. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but, but to make it even better, we need a photo of Harry, the ex-husband, um, as part of the show. And I asked my, my husband... If he would do it. <laughs> and then told him that's the description Aww. of him. And he's all for it. So, good. yeah, good he's, man. All, he's all for it. So, my second character is uh, Teresa McTerry, and she's a bride getting ready for her wedding day. And um, she's extremely excited and very Australian. Uh, so, she's getting ready for her wedding day. And then it kind of hits her what's happening. And, um, you know, as she's walking down the aisle, she's like, I'm not quite sure that I want to do this anymore. Awkward. So, yeah, yeah. So she's um, kind of reasoning it out with herself, I suppose, and, and seeing where she's going to end up. But, uh, yeah, she she has a has an interesting time at, at the wedding. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> a lot of lines to learn and different moods and energies you've got to match and not get caught between. You can't take one energy into a different character because you've forgotten that, you, no, hang on, that's not their energy. Completely different oh, energies, whole, there's yeah. mental gymnastics up the wazoo over here. Mm. That's totally right. Thank goodness there's an intermission between <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. Dash to the script and, and read over it. Yes. Ah, oh, fantastic. So before we get into your stories, we have we have rules. I don't like rules. Rules are boring. But the lawyers tell us in the corner, they keep a, nodding in, to me in, and in, say, we have a, to do the rules. In a cool, edgy way, you could say that rules are meant to be broken, but not our rules. No. Nope. Right? The lawyers not our will rules. have our butts. <laughs> and this isn't for you, uh, Libby. Every guest gets this, and we only we, we repeat these rules for new, li- uh, new readers to this show that come along and wonder what the hell's going on here. So Libby's here to tell uh, a story or stories about uh, dating gone by. So the first one we ask for is an alias. Generally, yes. most guests come on and they use an alias for someone because they, they need to. We don't want people, you out there, piecing together who Libby's talking about and then doxing. Information comes out, workplaces, and then all that. And that it's leans not... into our don't be a dick rule where yeah, if you figure the... out who yeah. Libby's talking about, don't be a dick because you're going to spoil it for everybody because this whole podcast is about what we learn yes. from these experiences. It's not about giving people hell because they've been absolute dickwads. And that comes to our third rule, mm. which is no threats on air. On air. So I retract the on dickwad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> try. Uh, mm, okay. I didn't threaten them. No. I just called them a name. No, that's a, an insult is fine. I think <laughs> it's not a threat. You dickwads. Um, <laughs> so that's rules. That's our guest. That's our format. So Libby, tell us like where are we starting mm. with your story slash maybe stories today? Well, I thought after listening to your beginning that um, red flags is. Possibly the the topic. Amazing, really. um, you know, starting from dating experiences. Now, a red flag for me is going into a man's house, and if he's over twenty five, he should not have a upside down milk crate with a <laughs> with a tea yes. towel on it as a coffee table. Yes, yeah, no milk crates allowed unless they are actually. Creating milk. Creating milk. And realistically, <laughs> these days, unless you're working at Woolies, why do you have a milk crate? Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, where are you getting Where the milk do they crate come from? from? Mm. So that, that would be a red flag. Um, I dated a guy who 
loved Star Wars, and that's great because I love. I mean, Star Livy's Wars. literally sitting She's here in a Star Wars t-shirt right now. In a Star Wars, Wars t-shirt, right right Wars t-shirt. Um, but he was obsessed with it. Yes, yeah, uh, I familiar yeah. With this, with this. There's a certain yeah. line that you get to as a fan where if you cross that, there's no coming back. It's no, just, calm down. It's a movie about space wizards. It's real. Let's How not, dare let's you? Let's not get too up, you know, uppity about about who, so, uh, ha- law yes. and all that. How obsessive so, we talk. Well, we we did the midnight screening when episode. Okay, that's fairly normal. Fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we did that, but he borrowed my sewing machine. So oh, that okay. he could make yeah, yeah, a yeah, 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 Jedi yeah. outfit. Oh, okay. Uh, my my spare room was covered in hessian because the majority of the outfit was made out of hessian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there were the bits of hessian fluff everywhere. Oh, that, it just makes me itchy thinking yes. about it. Because yes. I have allergies and I'm pretty sure hessian sets me off. So I'm just like, Ugh. yes. No. So that, that was pretty hideous. Um, eventually, because, okay, so I'm talking about red flags. I went out with him for a year, uh-huh. yeah, because I, I was a little bit blind no to the, yeah, I was a bit blind to the flags, but I kind of because he was also very unemployed. Um, I like very unemployed, very. not just unemployed, very, <laughs> very, very unemployed. unemployed. He, yeah, it was excuse after excuse, and and I was working, so it was kind of nice. We never lived together, but I would sometimes go past his place on my way home from work and he would like to cook dinner and stuff because his flatmate was employed. So he would just take all the food because she was a chef. He would take all the food that she, um, you know, she brought home Mm, and prepare it. Mm. Uh, So I got nice food that he hadn't paid for himself Um, and I'd have a decent meal and everything and then I'd stay or go home. Um, But eventually I thought, how am I going to get myself out of this? So I moved to Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. <laughs> that might be the pinnacle, the best we've had on Ghost of Boys yeah. and ah, moving, I'm moving out of state. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, this is just going to sort of peter away. But uh, I was working at Fox Studios in Sydney Oh, when we opened the Backlot Tour down there, which was meant to be a little bit like Movie World but a bit edutainment mm. sort of thing. And it, it, was a, it was a massive failure. But in the beginning, they were filming some of the other Star Wars down there. So he came down because he's like, oh, my God, you work at Fox and I could get into Star Wars and, you know, and I want to meet Steven Spielberg and all of this sort of thing. So that didn't last, thank goodness. He came down for a little holiday and not Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I was was doing the math in my head. (laughs) Did he do Star Wars? George Lucas, scrap that. We'll... That's a post. Let's fix that in post. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, let's draw attention to it. Yeah, yeah, no, (laughs) because there was – he was there. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, So he disappeared and came back up here and eventually just sort of pizzed away. About two years later when I realised that Sydney's a bit of a hole, (laughs) I came back up and I was at karaoke on the Gold Coast, as you do, and he was there. And um, he was dating somebody else and everything, so that was terrific. But I, I said, oh, so, yeah, how you going? And he said, uh, oh, I'm still on the rock and roll. And that was enough for me to go, geez, I made a good nope. decision there. <laughs> Especially when he called it the rock and roll and he was, you know, I don't know, mid-30s. Um, and then he said, oh, sometimes... I just really want to like fly off to Endor or something, you know, it'd be so much nicer. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> then all the red flags were poking oh, out. Then he on signs by this point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were going crazy. Um, so, yeah, so that was the end of, we'll go with Luke for his name. Luke. Oh, one more thing though. He had said if ever we did have kids together, he wanted Luke and Leia or it was going to be Anakin. Oh, oh, very good. Boy or girl, it was going to be Anakin. No, so, you can't. Yeah. You can't. With names that recognise, you just yes, can't. I'm sure there's now some 20 year old Hermione's in the world. and Yeah, and there's a couple of like Daenerys's yeah, that are going to be feeling pretty be, shit about the fact yeah. that they named their kids Daenerys after what happened in Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was him done. Uh, I went out with a guy when I was in Sydney um, who was uh, when I met him um, 
I hated him. That so, is a solid basis for yeah. a relationship. Yes, I, ha- I hate you. Hated him. Let's, get let's it on. date. Yeah. yeah. Let's try. So we were both working at Fox and he was working in security and he was one of these rules are rules. And there is no grey in his oh, world. Oh, I've dated that. No. So, yeah, yeah. So I I had 40 staff under me and we had just gone through the process of how they go through the gates and how they pick up uh, their radios and, and uniforms and all of this. And then the rules changed to something ridiculous um, and this guy decided that he needed to enforce that. Uh, so I had staff coming up saying, hey, security won't let me do the process. And um, yeah, so I, I hated him when I first met him. Then I went to a uh, film premiere for Robin Williams' Bicentennial Man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And this guy was there and he was very, very tall. Um, and then I liked him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, no. yes. that, yes. that was attractive, I right? I knew it. Oh, <laughs> no. We've this on past episodes. Yes. It was attractive. Um, it was – but also because I was at this film premiere and there were a lot of people there, he could hold the camera up higher than I could. So I got some great photos of Robin Williams simply because this guy was was taller. That is a good reason to sleep with someone. I thought so. <laughs> I, hate, I, yeah. hate, I hate you, but you're six foot one. So, yeah. so can you hold the camera for me? Thanks. Um, so, yeah, so we kind of – Hit it off after that. Uh, and far look, too much tequila. Film well. premieres, <laughs> like I was going to say, there's there's usually some booze flowing. Everyone looks a little bit better than they uh-huh. than yes, they normally right. do. It's all a bit fairy tale ish. Yes. yes. Yeah. So yes, and we ended up like um, because it was at Fox Sports at um, at Fox Studios, and in the bathrooms, the the floors are painted like like different sports things. So we were, to, I can't remember what was in the girls, netball things and all of that, but the boys had like basketball things painted on the floor. And so he wanted to show all of us. So all the <laughs> girls ended up on his sort of say-so, coming into the boys' lose to check out where they were aiming and whether they were getting in the goalposts and, you know, and all of this because of all this painting that was, was around there. Um, so was this like an I'll show you mine if you show me your situation? Yeah, kind of deal. <laughs> He did end up in the girls' toilet, so yeah, yeah, mm, slow man. So yes, so he was um, separated from his wife uh, and currently couch surfing with lots of different friends. So when we got together, it made sense for him to move in. Yes. No, yes, like no. four weeks down the track. It makes sense, Liz. No. What you're not seeing it, Liz. It made sense. Libby, make it make sense. No. <laughs> yeah. no. He doesn't have a so place to live, right? So many people have fallen into Libby this trap. Libby has place yes. to live. Yes. Put the two together. I've fallen makes into sense. this trap. I, I made know. them move out and get their own totally. place again eventually because, my God, no. Yeah. No, it was uh, – when I spoke earlier about the, the guy with the overturned milk crate, this guy didn't even have a milk crate. You Dying yeah, for a he milk was crate. so bad that there was no milk crate. So, so yeah, he moved in after like four weeks, and um, I had I lived in Sydney. I lived in a shoebox, so we kind of went, oh, we should move to somewhere a bit larger, a bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Now, wait, this is an extra step. So, moving in because he just needs somewhere to stay, to getting a place that suits us both together are very different things, Livia. Yeah, yeah. They're both not good. That, no, no, it was way too quick. Liz, they've so. been together a month, okay? <laughs> oh, I, that makes sense. I don't sense. think you're in a position to, to, yep. to bring up any qualms. So, yeah. you move to a bigger place? You well, take we, that step? we started looking at bigger places. Yeah. And in Sydney, this was um, late 90s, into 2000 and in Sydney back then rentals were all open home so you did 15 minute stints uh, it's open for 15 minutes and then you all run to the next place and it's open for 15 minutes it's still we, like that yeah, like yeah. God, I, I lived awful. there in what 2013 to 2016 and we ended up giving our applications before we even entered the property because it was brutal we were racing the same couples yes. to the same houses mm. yes that's what it was like 
So we, because neither of us had a car. Well, I don't know whether he did, not the ex-wife, I don't know. But mm. we didn't have a car because I sold mine when I, I got to Sydney. So we hired a car one weekend because we were doing it all on public transport and it just wasn't working. So we hired a car. We had about three or four weeks of doing that, looking at places and madly filling in all the applications and mm. sending things off. And it's an adrenaline sport in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, faxing. I mean, who faxes? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. In the 2000s, who faxes? <laughs> faxes. Um, so we, uh, we got somewhere approved and I had given notice at my place and I paid the deposit for the new place because, mm-hmm. you know, he mm-hmm. was... Uh, yeah, and Liz knows where someone this is had, going. Someone so had to, Liz. Someone <laughs> had to pay the deposit. So much sense. So, yeah. He has no deposit. Libby has deposit. It's, that makes sense. Someone yes. That's right. Yes. And um, about a week before we were due to move, I was going to work and he'd had a bit of a cold so he wasn't going to work at that stage and when I left the house I just thought something's weird you know something get that feeling yeah Yeah. something was off off. Hmm. something was off and the night before he had sat up for hours watching telly and all and and because he was sick and you know um and I'd gone off to bed and so I left and he was still asleep but something was weird so I tried at about lunchtime I tried calling his mobile and um, and he didn't answer, so I left a message. And then I thought, oh, man. And it was weird. It was like it didn't ring long enough, you know, um, before it went to voicemail. So I rang the house, the unit that we're in, and I left a message there as well because I had an answering machine back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I left a message on there as well and just sort of said, you know, I hope you're okay and, and uh, feeling all right and looking forward to get home. I'll try and finish a bit early, all of that. Um and then when I came home, everything was gone. All of his stuff was gone. Whoa. So I came home okay. to his key and a note on the table. Um, the red light of my message flashing looking, on yeah. the answering machine and everything that, you know, that uh, was his in the house was gone. And the note said, um, I thought I'd better go back and try with the ex-wife. Oh, he did not. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wow. He broke up with you via note and just fucking leaving. Yep. yep. And then to make that it worse. That is not where I thought that was going. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to come home at lunch and there was going to be another girl in your house or oh, something. Oh, right. Be honest, Good. everyone listening right now, who... Genuinely, put your hand up if you thought you saw if you saw that coming. No, my hand is not up. No. My hand is down. No. I did not see that coming. Wow! So something in your brain went. He's not really sick. He's yeah. plotting and scheming. It didn't there's, make sense. But and then, I don't know yeah. whether this is just a women's intuition thing or whether. But but there have been so many times when on the surface nothing has been wrong and my gut has gone. Yeah, yeah. something's not right. Something's and not I've right. almost always been proven right. Yep. Yep. The the stupid thing was he well so many stupid things but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. in that note he said I really need to try and work on things with with the ex-wife um you know I didn't tell you but she'd been contacting me a lot and and all of this um can you please be respectful and let us have some time. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna and do- don't get in contact. <laughs> no, no. My instinct then was just to do the wank motion in the air. Yeah. No, absolutely yeah. not. No. So I. So then that makes me. you seem crazy. Yeah. yeah. Because Please you're don't not be. Crazy. Be- I yeah. asked you to be respectful when I fucking ghosted you after we were about yeah. to move in my house, and you. Ugh. So yeah, but Press I the stupidly. Press the I mean, button. Uh, it's hard to dump. Yeah. Yeah, but- I know there. Are, I know that you. It's already over. But like. No. Yeah. 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 Well, then, but stupidly, oh, I don't know, stupidly or not. But when in this note it said, you know, I'm dumping you and please be respectful and don't contact me for a little while, I didn't because he, he said, Because you're not a to. respectful human. So, yeah, I guess Fine. so. But then he would start messaging me, Are you okay? I'm really worried about you. Is ever, you know, are you all right? He's the one what who put me emojis out there because you could have just sent back a finger. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, so, no emojis then. Mm. But it, he was—he was one of those. Everything 
became around him. I'm really worried about you. I'm not sleeping properly because I'm, you know, I'm worried he about you. He wants his cake and eat yeah, it too. Right. He wants to be able to one, fuck you off. But 100. have you go, that's okay, I'm being yeah. like, no, yeah. yep. get out. Yes. So that the relationship ended there. But I guess every time, like I'd date somebody for a while and then, you know, and then you forget that that guy was a bit of an idiot. And if I was lonely, I'd sort of text him or something and say, mm. you know, how are you? And well, by this stage, we're living in separate places, so it wasn't like a, how are you? Yeah. You know, it was just a, I'm lonely and want somebody to talk to. But it always, and then we friended each other on Facebook and all of this and, mm. and everything. But everything was all about him, you know. <laughs> Do you know, I had, I had, this is a girl thing, but I had an abnormal pap smear once, which happens from time to time, and you have to go back in and get a second one, which mm. was then all clear. But we were talking on the phone. I said, oh, I've got to go back and get this second pap smear. And he was texting me until I had it done. Oh, my God, I'm so worried about you. I'm so worried about you. I haven't been able to sleep. And, you know, and I thought, don't make my pap smear about yeah. you. No. You know, like this. Let's not be doing that. No. And even if you are genuinely concerned and if he's genuinely worried, back off, buddy boy. I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't need the that extra worry and stress. How yeah. are you or what can I do? Yeah. Not, I'm so worried about you. I'm going to frantically text you every two seconds to totally raise your cortisol yeah. levels about this. And, and I'm not sleeping and all yeah, the stress on me. Baby. Yeah. Poor baby. Poor baby yeah. not sleeping because he's so worried about the woman that he literally fucking <laughs> ghosted by taking all his shit out of the house. <laughs> did he get, but was he back with the wife, at the ex-wife, or was he trying to He all? did. Apparently he went back with her for a while. Um, then they split up anyway. He then moved on to another lady. Right. Um, did she have a spare bedroom? Was yeah, that why he right. moved on to her? Probably. <laughs> um, they got married. He moved to New Zealand for a while. Oh. Uh, they split up. He moved back. He was then. How have you kept tabs on this guy? I know because we were we did become Facebook friends, but because I was like, oh, isn't it nice to be friends with an ex boyfriend? What an idiot! You know, (laughs) sometimes it is, but not when that person has treated you with such disrespect. And I just kept getting so caught up because the other thing was then he told me we we we're both ex military, and that was a draw card in the first place where yes, we both had that lifestyle that we could bond and connect discuss. Yep. Mm. He had made up stories that he told me and I thought that they were true because I had no reason to disbelieve them. When he split up with wife, um, the other wife, and moved back to Australia, he's, he's in, um, am I allowed to say he's in Tasmania? If not, believe it. Yeah, oh, no, no. Enough, <laughs> yeah. enough people there. <laughs> Um, he's the one that's not related to everybody else in Tasmania. Oh, <laughs> and that's probably something you shouldn't say. We love our Tasmanian <laughs> listeners. Thank Sorry, you I endlessly for I listening really to our that. show. Um, he is related to them. <laughs> no, he. Um, we were talking on the phone, and he then said, "Every I've got to come clean. Everything I said about this stuff that ha- supposedly happened." when I was in the army didn't happen. Um, Stolen valour is a big no-no amongst military types. He is on a website because of that. Ah, (gasps) Not because of me. Nothing to do with me. Somebody else figured out. So stolen valour is people pretending to be military. They'll stand outside of stores in a a military get-up and say, uh, can you donate to me? Uh, But they actually never served. Never served or he had he not done any of the but things exaggerated that he said? Served but exaggerated. Yeah. So he was um, he was never regular army. He was army reserve. Right. Right. Um, he was in the air force for five minutes after being, you know, army reserve. But the, the work that he said he did, he never did. Um, and the way he ended up on that website is he was wearing a medal that he was not entitled mm. to wear. Yep. Oof, and big you can't no, do no. That. You can't do big that. Big no, yeah. no. Yeah, so he had all kinds of – but he said, I lied about that because all this other trauma happened. So feel sorry for me and feel bad for me about this. Mm. But how do we but know this trauma exactly, is a thing right. now? Exactly. Um, so eventually, because is that trauma a thing, then he worked out that if there was some kind of – military trauma you can get money for that Mm -hmm. so then he had a repressed memory 
that may or may not have come back. I don't know. You know, but um, that's where I eventually went, I, I can't deal. You yeah. just don't no. need that kind of person in your life. No. There's right. no amount of loneliness that can make no. up for all that. Yes. And that was the problem. It was only when I was lonely that I would get in contact with him. Well, mm. it would. It, it makes sense to me because of the fact that you had a good relationship up until the literal disappearance. He yeah. was one of those performing, performative mm. partners who was like, everything's fine until the second it's not. And it's really easy to forget that one second it's not when you have a history of things being yeah. nice before that. Yeah. And so I don't... Don't blame you at all for that. That's a, a perfectly natural response to that. But you just need to have a support network of friends around you to be like, remember, remember that time he dumped you by a note and you'd already paid a deposit yeah. on the new place? Yeah, give Star Wars guy a, r- a ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give him a bell. He's, he's, here's his guy. indoor phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I, um, I did have a lovely relationship for a while and got married and had a child and, you know, and all of that. Great. And then that kind of, um, it just went its course mm-hmm. and that was the end of that. Um, and then I dated a guy who was in the theatre and I thought, this is amazing. Here we go. Because now I've never it's... dated an actor and that will be great because he knows where I'm coming from. Um so that didn't go so well. Yeah. No. Look, I've got I'm an actor myself and I've got a saying, fucking actors. <laughs> uh, yes, that's yeah. quite quite apt. <laughs> now, I think this is the guy that I yeah, so yeah. Libby and I have done a show together and I remember that this guy we we talk about him backstage and he was referred to as the sanctimonious turd. That's the I one. believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, knowing all of the actors I know in this here town, I, uh, there's many faces that could <laughs> that spring up. So, so, so dear readers, we have, we have no idea who they're talking about. It was it might have been me. Did we date? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe briefly. Maybe, no, there's a lot I've blacked out in my life. Hmm. So, so, what was it about theatre guy that you were like, yes, and then no? I think the main thing that was the yes was we did a show together and I thought... You just... You, there's, there's an energy that happens in yeah. a rehearsal room sometimes when and you're just like, hey, hey you. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. yeah. So he... Um, he w- And as much as he was a, a nasty person, he was a great actor. I hate that because yeah. then you have massive talent crushes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I really, I really like And then you forget that presence. they're not the person that they are on stage, that they're yeah. actually a jerk, not yeah. this, yeah. That's it. So we, you know, we started chatting and, and all, and he had told me that he and his wife were separated. Um, exa- red flag. Um, was separate, but still living in I the same house. I want a signed note from the separated partner yes. when people yeah, tell yeah. me that. Notar- I want to notarise yeah. yeah, the whole thing. See, I, I didn't think too much about it because when I split up with my husband, we lived together for three months while we sorted out what to do with the house. He was right. in the spare room. And then when the house sold, we took our money and we went our separate ways. So when old mate said, you know, um, we're separated until we sort out what to do with the house, I had no reason to not believe him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we started hanging out. Uh, he came over. Now, I, by this stage, I was living with my little daughter and um, uh, in a house that I bought, um, he came over. He liked my house. It was bigger than I needed. It was a five-bedroom house. Um, and when he was discussing stuff, he he had two children, but one of them was older. And he said, oh, if ever we moved in together, you know, the younger one would come. And so it got very serious very, very quickly. Mm. Um, if ever we moved in together, oh, that room could be son's room, Um you know, all, all of That's this. That's very future seductive yeah, so when people planning. tell yep. you that kind of future yep. planning and yep. rushing into it very quickly. We went to open homes because then it would be, oh, it'd be nice to live on acreage. And he came over one day with a whole big planner. Is this all like this real estate love bombing? Yeah. Is this Is a thing? Hmm. No. Well, it's because it was then so nice to walk into these open homes, what made me angry is he got my kid involved. She came oh, to no. So she's looking at open homes with us. In the meantime, she she was eleven or twelve, mm. and he came over one day and he's wearing sneakers, and she's like, "Oh my god, he's wearing sneakers!" 
So from then on, he wore Vans, he wore Converse, he, you know, like he was going all out to impress the impress kids. Her, mm. yeah. He put shelves up in her room. He did everything to, to get her on side. We spent this entire day looking at open homes, um, bumped into somebody I know. So, you know, then it becomes real mm. because uh, everything. And um, we were supposed to be going to a Halloween party together and it was a dress up thing so we were going to do like the the gomez and mrs gomez morticia that's her name (laughs) mrs gomez Gomez. um and then he pulled out of that at the last minute Mm. and um and i had started going oh because because at the theater there was another theater group nearby that he had been doing a lot of stuff so when we did our show some of those people came to watch and he was like, oh, not all of them realise that that wife and I have split up. So we'll just play everything down. Yes. Mm. Red flag. <laughs> Didn't see it. Uh-huh. Didn't uh-huh. see it because, again, I had no reason not to trust him. But when, so, so I just avoided the other people that night. But when he was talking to especially two of the girls in that group, when he talks to you and if he's being intense... He, he holds your elbow. So he'll reach his hand out and he'll mm. sort of cup your elbow as he's talking. And he did that with two of those girls. So afterwards I said to him, hey, did you have a thing with either of those girls? I just thought you were a bit close. You know, you looked like you were just really friendly. And it was, no, 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 you're, you're jumping at shadows. You're seeing things that aren't there. You're, you know, you're overthinking everything. And, mm. and then things started happening where I started going, oh, that's a bit weird. And every time I asked him about it, you're jumping at shadows. No, you're crazy. You're making things uh, up. You're crazy. You, yeah. you know. I'd, See, oh. people who actually don't have anything to hide would just say no. They yeah. wouldn't be like, yeah, no, right. but you. Yeah. 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 Projection. Yeah. Yes. So then he said, hey, look, let's back it off for a while. I need to get everything sorted out at home. Um, but... I really want to get all my ducks in a row and I want to turn up on your doorstep one day and surprise you. So, of course, I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, he needs a bit of time and he needs to get his stuff sorted out back there. So I'm sitting at home. Meanwhile, a friend of mine is going, hey, you should come and meet my friend. He's really, really nice. And I'm like, no, because... And everybody else is like, yeah, it's just a word. Yeah, that's it, that's it. No, because, you know, the sanctimonious turd is going to come back. (laughs) And um, then I start seeing posts where this other girl is tagging him in things it had kind of i had realized then i don't think he was ever actually separated from the wife nope you know so that started dawning on me he was not separated from the wife what did she think about all of this what you know was he how did he explain away where he was for hours mm. at a time and you know, travels and for all work, of that Libby. could well be could well be <laughs> So then he starts hanging out with this other girl and I thought I didn't trust him by this stage. So I went to her and said, hey, is something going on with, with you guys? And she, no, 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 we hardly know each other. Oh, you, you know, you're reading way too much into things. You're overthinking it, you know. And I thought, oh, my God. So I actually started thinking I was going crackers, right? Um, there was a night at the theatre that we were all going to together. It was a fundraising night. And um, it was just after I had asked her that. No, we hardly know each other. Hardly know each other. And afterwards, he he hardly spoke to me through the night. But I still stupidly had in the back of my head that he's getting his ducks in a row. Oh, yep, those ducks. You know, and any time he's, he's going to tricky to get in a row. They those are. Ducks, they, they run around. They fun. do. So, um, but after that show, he bailed me up in the corner of the foyer outside the theatre and was doing the pointing in my face and how dare you oh, ask yuck, her and if you yuck, want to know yuck. anything, come and ask me. Uh, and and that was a hideous experience in itself because not one of those people who witnessed that mm, came over and yeah. said, are you okay? That they sucks. all That's did that. Oh, they're having a private no, moment. We'll no. just turn our back and pretend that we're not seeing any of it. Right, and he's again. He's a taller man, um, so and my back was literally in a corner. Um, the so he, the girl I asked about that the both of them said they're now married, 
Uh-huh, nothing. Right? You're so, crazy. Exactly. So finally, the, the other wife, I don't know what happened there, but they did split up. He immediately moved in with the, the new one. Um, but that's when I went, oh, hold on. He was sizing up my house. Because he doesn't work. He, he does bits and bobs. Mm. But, you know, he's, his wife had a full-time job. This new lady has a decent amount of money because of family You've stuff. got a five-bedroom house. I've yeah. got the five-bedroom house. Yep. Um, he, he had sons... But he did have a a because it's anonymous. I can say this. He did have a daughter uh, that he had nothing to do with. From a pre- apparently the lady didn't want him, you know, in the daughter's life. I wonder and I, why. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I always I got this thing of because the new wife has daughters. The two ladies at the theatre that I thought he had something going on with had daughters. And I think he was trying to capture that. Well, if I can't have my own daughter in my life, I will find a a semi-successful, can stand on her own two feet female that, you know, has a house and has her act together and everything. And it's a bonus if she's got daughters because then I get to That's my happy family, yeah. That's my happy family. So he's now married um, and unfortunately we were supposed to be – sort of on the same theatre committee for, mm. for that place. But that didn't go so well, um, especially with the lack of support for the, from those people yeah, who course. then just turned Always. their backs. So I don't have a lot to do with them um, anymore. But the guy that I didn't meet... But my friend was trying to introduce me to because I was waiting for these ducks to be bloody sorted is the guy I'm now married to. Yay! So there is, Uh, you know... uh, Silver lining. We did it. Yeah. So so that turned out well in the end. Yes, good. Congratulations. Thank God after those dating stories. (laughs) My Lord. So, Libby, all of these red flags... What have you learnt now after going through all of that? What are a couple of the lessons that you learnt along the way? Pay attention to that gut feeling. Because mm, yeah. you, you were right in yeah. that, that first instinct. You were Yeah. When you get that thing that's just something's not quite right here, you've really got to listen to it. So, and unfortunately, sometimes your friends are not correct because like with, with the – you know, sanctimonious turd. He, um, a lot of my friends were going, oh, he's so lovely. Oh, he's so lovely. Because he's got that charm. They, it's an actor yeah. thing. Yeah. They charm yeah. everyone. Sorry, Tom. I know, like, we're no, no, actors. I'm a, but ba- like, I'm a bad actor, so it doesn't apply, <laughs> oh, it doesn't so apply you're to fine. me. Yeah, no, good actors th- can sell anything. That's <laughs> what you're, you're dating good actors. That's the your problem. The leading man type. Yeah. They're just like, let's charm everyone and smile, and they've got a little glint on their fucking teeth when they yeah. smile, and everyone's like, they're so wonderful. Because the thing is, too, he was not an attractive man. You know, um, he he was attractive because his talent was big and because he was he had the gift of the gab. But you look at him and you wouldn't think he was a player because he just he just did not. If you it's, saw him in the street, the you wouldn't give him a second look. It's the confidence. It's the confidence. Yeah, Absolutely. and there is something uh, not just actors. There is something to seeing someone do something well. Yes, do something I know. well. There is I something have, to it where you're just like fuck. I have made you're doing. many fuck. mistakes in my life. By watching someone do the thing that they do well and going, hey, hey. how you well, doing? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> like, big mistake. So maybe, Huge. yeah, maybe that's a little, a little speed bump to keep an eye out for on the road, everybody. You know, don't get pulled in by that, by that trap fully. Yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. I wonder what would have happened if you had just broken up with Star Wars guy, like, like an adult. You know, <laughs> instead <laughs> of flying to Sydney. <laughs> You know, he could have could have gone a whole whole different Wait, way. When you moved, did you take all your stuff and just leave him? <laughs> oh no. God, yes. no, thank goodness okay, I didn't. Okay, so you prepped no. him. He yeah. knew. Okay, good. I was good. I was quite a grown up about okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> as much of a grown up as you can be when you move states. To when you move literally states. get rid of someone. <laughs> My lesson is not so much about the red flags, but it's if you see somebody having an argument where somebody is being physically intimidating yes. to the other person. Mm for the love of God, as long as it's safe, 
Or even if it's not safe, call someone. Yeah. And if it is safe, please step in. Yes. I've gone up to someone before who looked like they were being hassled by a guy and I pretended that I knew her. I was like, hey, Tiffany, it's so great to see you. And she's like, oh, no, this is my boyfriend. But thanks, girl. Like, it's it's one of those things where if you feel like – and this is another trust your gut moment. If you feel like something's wrong, like – most of these domestic abuse and and you know emotional abuse situations happen because everyone goes that's their business. Yeah, that's right. Um, and there are more statistically, people are more likely to respond to someone yelling fire than help because they think they shouldn't get involved in yes. something when someone yells help. So if you see someone having an animated, physically intimidating argument, please try and do something. That's right. I'm gonna I'm piggybacking your lesson learned because it was mine. Um, Private moments, you know, you that's such a nice excuse to not get involved with someone having a screaming match on this. Oh, they're having a private moment. But a private mm. moment is in at indoors and it's a conversation. Mm. It's a moment. It's not a fucking t- like a, a extravaganza yeah. of, yeah. of tears. And a, yeah. So um, I'll say to – I'll direct this to men. If you do s- – where it's easier for us to, to stand in and say something where – it's patriarchally speaking yes, society I, accepts a man stepping in more than they no, expect no no but, but we're, not, we're not going to get we're not going to get hit or abused we're or you, less like i mean yeah. it could happen but i think i think we could it's easy to say love your with right, great power comes great responsibility yeah, um, but i think it it is an easier thing then we 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 want to believe to go love you right here just check in 2 seconds and then and then go yeah. you know yep um so Good lessons learned. And I've got one other lesson. Because I've had the experience with a few of my friends where they have had that gut feeling, but it's been based on baggage. So it's not necessarily a true gut feeling. It's because they're scared of something that's happened before. They get the gut feeling. Mm. So what I want to say to that is that you will get gut feelings about things and you need to weigh up the evidence. It's something that my shrink always says to me is they go write down on a piece of paper what evidence do you have to back up this feeling and if you start looking into your mind and going okay well I was feeling uncomfortable because he was touching that woman on the arm and because I don't really know much about the wife and because so then you can start to realize if your response to that is proportionate or not proportionate because sometimes it can be in your mind not always and I'm not saying discount your gut feelings but you actually tend to notice so much when you can sit down and dig deep and look at the evidence because then you're like a detective you might have sat there and, and missed a clue earlier that because you're now addressing it and deliberately trying to think of it you'll notice you know a clue that you didn't notice before so mm. yeah check mm. in with yourself and write down the evidence that mm. you have to feel the way that you feel if your hackles are rising at a uh, rising at a at a situation is it a genuine concern or is it the shadows of the echoes of something in your past and yeah. look nine times out of ten it's genuine because oh, yeah. women are oh, psychic yeah. magical unicorn gypsies Absolutely. and we know terrifying. everything and you terrifying. can't lie to us <laughs> absolutely <ever>. terrifying <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, Libby, thank you so yes, much you. for joining us. Um, before we go, did you want to have a little bit of a plug for your company, AdLib? Tell us sure, what you do and sure. we'll pop some notes in the show notes. So um, AdLib is a boutique casting agency uh, based in Queensland, but we, we provide role players all over Australia. And um, I have... 75 role players um, slash simulated patients on the books, all trained through me. And uh, and yeah, we go out for all different locations. So um, universities, training institutes, um, leadership management courses, uh, those sorts of things, a lot of health group things. Uh, and it's, it's nice and easy. One-stop shop for picking up your role players. Wonderful. We'll put some links to that in the show notes. If you'd like to come on and plug something that you do all you got to do is exchange us a dating story for it it's pretty yeah, easy that's, right. that's the deal that's the deal you, <laughs> you know, to plug that's, in. that's not canon.com forward slash ghost of boyfriends pass we've got a handy dandy little form that you can fill out or you can just email us ghost of boyfriends past at gmail.com and don't just email us if you have a story we would love that but if you have a response to a question that ever gets asked on this or an input or a better advice than what Elizabeth and, and myself can put out. If you shouted at your radio yes. while... <laughs> radio. radio. I listen to my podcast in the car. So if you shouted at your phone or yes. the podcast when we were saying something, you're like, no, but I, blah, blah, blah. We want that story. We want that info. We want your help. 
You can join Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy, which is our little group where you can post memes, you can post questions, you can help answer other people's relationship questions and it's quite a self-sustaining little group. So if you're not quite ready to come on air yet but you've got a question to, to ask That's or you right. want to give some help, join there. Otherwise, rate and review the show. Uh, we, we know uh, we ask that every week, but it does genuinely help and it does genuinely light up our hearts when we know that there's more lead- readers coming aboard, that we're helping more people. Um, it's a very nice feeling. So thank you for that and keep keep doing it. And the thought that I would want to leave you on, other than go buy tickets to see Bombshells, yes. is just don't break up with someone by post-it or note. Just don't <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> When you walk through an art museum, what happens? You see some interesting things, you see some not so interesting things, <laughs> and if you're like me at all, you, you're probably a little bit sleepy. Well, grab a cafecito and listen up. It's Art Slice, a palatable serving of art history. I'm Russell Shoemaker. I'm Stephanie Duenas. We are not your daddy's art history <laughs> podcast. We are both artists, so we look at art history through that perspective. We cover the artists you know and those that have been ignored for so many different reasons. We look at the context of the time, we compare it to today. We don't dumb anything down, but, and this is a big but, we like to have a good time, okay? Nos gusta to goof (laughs) around, all right? We have hungry pantry moms that might startle you. It's a long story. We we feed them our materials. Art is just a visual language, so in order for us to interpret what we think it's saying, we hijack the work. Right. How do you like that for an art heist? Exactly. And ultimately, we decide if it belongs in our Art Slice Museum on top of the Art Slice Hilltop. So So if this all sounds good to you, join us on Art Slice a palatable serving of art history. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.